Oh, hey, check it out. It's the Big Q. Here we go. The question. No time for anything else. The question is, uh, what's the best food eating experience? Josiah, whom I am creating this podcast with, can you uh, tell me what you make of this question? You want my number three? No, no, just, just to make sure we're on the same page here. Uh, we are discussing where in Disney World resort, uh, park or resort, is the best intended location to ingest food or liquid, I believe is how I interpreted it. So, for instance, uh, Casey's Corner, eating a hot dog, watching the piano guy play music, because that's part of the seating area for Casey's Corner. I wouldn't say Casey's Corner hot dog on Dumbo, because you're not supposed to take a hot dog on Dumbo. Right. It, 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 so it's a natural experience that involves food or drink and the area in which you get it, something that you, you know, would commonly do or a place you would commonly be while taking in that food or drink. Right. Resorts included, right? Not Resorts, just in park. Oh, bring them on. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, that, that said, I, I, I think we're ready. So this, this question is a little, a little bit grounded in reality for us, but I, we think it'll provide for some good conversation because we, we really are uh, fanatical about our food in Disney, as many people are. And this is the first food episode we've done. So we want the chance to talk about some of the really enjoyable food eating experiences that we like to uh, partake in when we're in Disney World. Number three time. Hey, hey, line it up. Number three is going to bring us to a park, perhaps uh, a park receiving uh, one of the greatest overhauls right now, currently, in Disney World, becoming a nighttime park. Typhoon Lagoon. It's about time. Oh, man, Typhoon Lagoon. I got Typhoon Lagoon (laughs) doubloon from the kids' meal. Still got one. We're in Animal Kingdom here. Man, about time they open this at night. Oh, my goodness. That's a separate topic. Anyway, this is something I did twice on my most recent trip to Disney. I don't know, I don't know what this could be. In Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom didn't, um, even, didn't even approach my list. Yeah, I'm, we're there. Uh, so this stemmed from a very personal experience uh, on, like I said, our most recent trip. It was a sweltering, oppressively hot trip the whole time uh, animal kingdoms notorious for being one of the hottest parks it was a hot day it was a hot day and how hot was it oh it was so hot i needed to drink something cold and that's what i did what did i drink jesse i i will tell you i've had a very memorable and quite phenomenal iced coffee at, at animal kingdom ah? and it, it's it stuck with me for some reason Do you recall where you got it from Oh no! It was near the, it was near the Tree of Life because we were waiting for the Awakening show. Ah, uh, okay. I, 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 no, I sipped it while watching the Awakening show. It was tremendous. It sounds like yours is iced coffee from somewhere particular. There is a wonderful uh, food cart kind of quick service. It's not really quick service because it's just beverages. It's called the Royal Anandapur Tea Company. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with it? 
Uh, not specifically. It's directly, you come over the bridge into uh, Asia, and Yak and Yeti's kind of right in front of you. And if you veer left, you'll end up going down, and Flights of Wonder will be there on your right. You know what I'm talking okay. about? Drink, yeah, I know the, the area. Drink Wawa Coke thing is on your right over the oh, bridge. Oh, goodness. I, I, I'll be in there. Yes. That's yes. part of this, kind of. That was my secondary location to ingest this. So you come over the bridge, you take a right, and right on your right, there's kind of like a little pathway to walk down. And all they do is tea. I think they might have uh-huh. like coffee and latte, something like that. But they really specialize in their tea. They have some very unique, uh, very high quality teas. And then they have like Joffrey's coffee, Craparama Fest, the usual Disney garbage. But their teas are phenomenal. Their iced teas are amazing, especially on a 95 degree sweltering day. Um, so we were going into the Flights of Wonder, and I said, I need yeah. something. I'm going to sit down and watch this sweet show in a nice shaded area. I got to gotta go full bore here. I'm running over to the Royal and Andaport Tea Company. I'm getting myself an iced tea. I got me and my wife an iced tea, ran back. We sat down, watched a phenomenal show. Flights of Wonder is It's a good show. is great. Flights of Wonder is great. Without an iced tea. With an iced tea. Come on. Come on. Yeah. It was a great personal moment. I, I, I know that someone just listening to this will be like big deal watching birds drinking iced tea. Uh if you were there, you would be like, Oh man, this is sweet. This is it was exactly what was needed. A nice rest, sitting down, shade, iced tea. <sighs> it sounds good, uh, and yes, a little bit stretching it, but it's pretty close. And since Disney allowed you to do it, uh, it sounds good. I would enjoy that. I would enjoy that. Yes, if that's not allowed, then the drink while a Coke House would would be my second submission. Sure, which is sure. right next to it. Uh, so you go sit in the Coke House, look over the river, that kind of stuff. That'd be fun. But <laughs> flights of wonder. Hey, my number three is also is, my number three is also liquid. Okay, hot liquid. No, cool, oh. cool liquid. Would it be found in Club Cool? It, yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. I I. I, I took Club Cool as, as a whole. Um, okay. Club Cool. You know, I'm, okay. I'm not going to say a specific selection. I'm going to say Great. because the experience is is sampling in Club Cool. Like, okay, you know, you're going to drink Beverly, but the, the enjoyment doesn't only come from that because, you know, it doesn't taste good. But a lot of enjoyment does come from Beverly being there. Anyway, my, my submission is just perusing the uh, the stations at club cool and sipping um there's just something about uh first of all the fact that it's free i mean you drink you're drinking free refreshments you have many many choices which you can't get anywhere else so legitimately it's enjoyable because it's refreshing and because some of the sodas are very good uh but also you got beverly and you want to drink beverly because it's 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 funny and I would say even more importantly, you want to watch other people drink Beverly. Yeah. And I think yeah. you, could, you, could, you could say the same thing. We've spent lots of time just standing in Club Cool waiting for that unsuspecting old lady or a little kid who's just, oh, what's this one? Oh, Italy. Okay. Just fills up their cup. 
downs it, and then you just watch the fireworks. And it's it's probably the best part of Club Cool is watching some Beverly faces. And what's the best Club Cool beverage? Uh... There's there are two clear ahead of the pack, but between the I two of them, I could I'd be hard pressed to pick a favorite. Uh... I don't know. I, I just I drink everything when I'm there. I have a little of everything. I'm not crazy about Fanta because that's kind of garbage. I get that elsewhere. Garbage. No. But but you know, I you know just the whole experience. Bebo and Vegeta Beta are, are okay. head and shoulders above yeah, the rest Be- of the pack. Be- Bebo is the one that's more like a juice. Bebo is the green fruit tasting juice like yes, beverage. That, that is that that is tremendous. With a bit um, of sugar. That is very good. Vegeta Beta is the orange colored Japanese, also a non carbonated beverage, um, which is probably now, the healthiest the, option. Yeah, it's got Vegeta right in it. So sure. <laughs> exactly. Now you, th- this conversation is just you know being in Club Cool or drinking it, but uh, we've we've taken some Beverly to some interesting places, correct? I think Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I didn't do Spaceship Earth. You you did you took on Spaceship Earth, correct? We all shared it. I thought you were part of that. Yes, we, can, we took can it you, up. And... I, I was not. Can, can you can you talk about how you actually got it on the ride being a liquid? Uh, I I I don't think I brought it on. I think Mike Smith smuggled it underneath an article of clothing in the cup, I believe. And I think we just—that must have been a little bit, a little bit tense. I think, yeah, you know, they're shuffling you around. They're not looking at you too closely. But I think we passed it around, you know, taking swigs out of the bottle around the spaceship Earth cart. As oh, well. you you put it in a bottle? No, nah, metaphorically, you know, like we're taking swigs oh, out of a bottle. Okay, okay, okay. We passed it. Around I did around. put Beverly in a bottle. My best Beverly smuggle. I I did put it in a bottle. Actually, I took a few cups, dumped it into a bottle, put it in my suitcase, and then um. Probably it was about four months later. Uh, you and myself and Mike, uh, we all enjoyed it at my house, and it uh, tasted flat. It was and, very and flat. Better. Yes, I remember being very flat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go. Let's roll. What do you got? Number two. Mm. Yep. Number two takes place in uh, one of uh, my favorite areas to slow down in Epcot Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know where I'm headed already? I don't know. Are we in the nations? It is in the nations. Sure. Yeah. It's a yeah. it's a wonderfully secluded, tucked back okay. area oh. that's often oh. Oh. not yeah. populated. Oh. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> This is an honorable mention for me. I certainly believe I know what it is, but I'm I'm gonna let you finish. You know, I, it wasn't on my list originally, but it it's like it's my first love. It is it is a must do for me every trip to Disney. I can't remember a time, typically more than once, where where I haven't visited this area and got something from the quick service location next to it, taking it in. I was. I, I oh, was not where there. Were you? Oh, Morocco? Yeah, I, I thought Morocco. Uh, no, I don't like Morocco as much as this. Shawarma. Shawarma? Eating shawarma in one of those secluded uh, hallways the or hallways are, rooms in Morocco? The hallways are not secluded enough for me. Like, I like that it's a tight little nook, but 
you're too close to the shop. You can hear the the hubbub. Of... All right. It's, uh... oh, go ahead. So we're talking about the Japan Pavilion here. If you're looking at the entrance facing in, it's in the back left section. There's a yes, whole Japanese. The special, right? Lou Mangello flips about this, rightly so. Yes, uh, he, he, he very good, very much in line with him on his opinions for this. It's a whole Japanese garden. There's little bridges, a little creek, one of those wooden pegs that fills up with water and then tips over and goes. It's just. And then uh, I I haven't been to Japan, but I imagine it's this relaxing. In locations, um, they got the little string lanterns hanging up above you, so it's perfect, really, kind of at dusk. You don't want it to be dark. I've done it in all times of day, and I think just when it's turning a little bit is the best time. So the string lanterns are on, but you can still see a crossroad showcase lagoon. You can still see Spaceship Earth through the Japan kind of Pavilion. The best time for anything, though. Probably true, yes. Um, and you know the food's good. They got sushi, which I usually get. They have a sweet udon uh, noodle bowl, which I'll occasionally get. They have a ridiculous uh, green tea ice cream. Yeah. Which it doesn't taste good. Right, okay. But I get it. I got to get it every time. I got to get it every time because it's like it's the thing. It's I guess I've associated it with that location. It's like, oh, can't wait to get that odd-tasting dessert again because it's the only place I can get it. <laughs> And sit there and eat that thing and be like, this tastes weird. I don't know if I like it. But it's a fond memory for me. I think the location, for me, definitely outshadows the food. The, the food is similar to other food that I can get at various places around my house. Uh, the location's wonderful. It's very secluded. It's tucked back in the corner, which is nice. The food doesn't do it for me. Didn't think uh-huh. of that one from my list. Um, yeah, I think the location... Uh, made me think the food is better than it is. Perhaps. I know at, at one time, at the most extreme, kind of like you were talking about with Beverly, I've also taken food from this location to unique loca- to uh, unique spots to enjoy. Sure. On one of our trips from long ago, uh, we had the free meal plan deal, and we were banging tons of extra quick services. So I said, I'm just going to tour the World Showcase Lagoon. I think I sat down and ate somewhere. And then I had to use another one, so I stopped in Japan. I got a sushi plate to go. They pack it up in like a nice little, you know, whatever, styrofoam or plastic thing. And I said, I'm going to take this. I'm not hungry now. I can't eat it now, but I'm going to take it to my next location. So I tucked it in my pocket, walked out of Epcot in, with it in my pocket, got on the monorail, took it with my pocket. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to Hollywood Studios, so I walked out the International Gateway, walked all the way down to Hollywood Studios, into Hollywood Studios, met you and Jamie in the back. It was Christmas time. We're, we were doing the Osborne <laughs> spectacle that night. Yeah. I said... I remember. I'm going to... Because there is no food at the Osborne spectacle. No, nothing. <laughs> anywhere near it, you know. Wait, wait, wait. They, they don't sell sushi at the Osborne Lights? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, you could get some piece of trash from, from MGM and bring it in, but... You're not going to get sweet yakitori sushi. So I said, I'm going to make myself yeah. a little dinner and a show. Break out my sushi, sit down and watch some <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> and I and I did it. Maybe you don't recall, but you gave me a piece of that oh, sushi. Oh, I did. And I, <laughs> I, I was oh, extremely I grateful. 
for that. I'm shocked I did that. I remember it was very uncomfortable having it in my pocket during that walk. And I said, this better be worth it. It was worth it. It was a little smushed and warm by the time. No, it was delicious. I actually ate it. It was great. Yeah, obviously couldn't submit that because I don't think they intend you to eat it at the Osborne Spectacle. Very good. Number two, yeah, Num- Yakitori. Number two, number two for me is one that is uh, very special. And uh, my last two are just classic. You gotta say it. Um, this one is, um, it has to be uh, in the evening hours. Actually, in the f- extreme evening hours, preferably after the park closes, you're going to do this, which I think should probably give it, that, that gives it right to you. I think you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, I think I have the same thing on my list. Oh, was this your number one? Because I'll, I'll let you talk about it. I'm. We'll let you keep talking. Well, uh, it's cold. Yeah. You eat something cold after the park closes. Yes, you do. Is this your number one? Do you sit on the uh, former swan boat loading area? Oh, I, I didn't specify. I, I mean, I, 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 you sit in a land, a specific land in the Magic Kingdom, where this thing is purchased. A land? Okay, go ahead and talk. It's on Main Street. You're eating ice cream on Main Street. Okay. Okay. From Plaza. The Plaza restaurant. You get your ice cream at the Plaza. This is after the park closes. Uh, so it's, yeah. the rides are the rides are closed. They don't kick you out. You know, they even do the little kiss goodnight on the castle or whatever later on. Oh. So you, 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 you stay. You know, you're the people you're with, the, you know, the, the losers that you're traveling with might want to go back to the hotel. Let them go. Tell, tell them you'll see them in two hours. Find yourself uh, in, around some of the shops in Main Street, you know, trade some pins, walk around a little bit. About half an hour after the park closes, ice cream place is still open. Oh, man. You go on. You get yourself an ice cream cone. And for me, it's got to be a cone just because it, it looks more of like a classic theme park kind of a thing. Um, you got your ice cream cone. You stroll around. this. Uh, it's getting more and more desolate. And, you know, more people are going home. You stroll around this main street at night you got the, the music is still going the ch- the disney experience is still there it's like you're getting free park time because the park is closed but you can get your ice cream and enjoy yes the end of your night there it's just a per- that's the perfect way to cap off your night here's what i love yes on my list okay phenomenal phenomenal eating experience oh, yes. the ice cream's like all right it's fine but man, when it's when it's combined in this way, I don't think you can beat an eating experience in Disney World outside of it. Here's what I here's what I really love about this eating experience is it's uniquely one of the only ones I have where I'm don't have that twinge of anxiety that I'm like falling behind or missing something. Ah, uh, uh, because everything's done. That's tremendous. That's there's no rides mm-hmm. to go on. There's no parks to hop to. There's no dinners to go to, shows to catch. You're just rolling. You know, it's that or go back to the hotel and go to sleep. That's a very heavy statement, and that 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 is that carries a lot of weight. Yeah, that's tremendous. I think that's what always makes that what it is. There's, because in the other parks, you can't really. I don't think you can eat anything after the park has closed in epcot or hollywood well you probably can't buy things afterwards they close it up pretty good 
Right, that's what I mean. You know, they're still they're still open for business, yep. selling ice, trying to make money there on Main Street, and encouraging you, hey, we're closed, but enjoy the sights. Sit down, watch the Goodnight Kiss, look at the Donald Duck and Little Mermaid storefronts on the Emporium, whatever oh, they got yeah. going on oh, there. Oh, the storefront windows, yeah. That's it's, a very good point. Uh, yeah. Any other moment when it's during park hours, you kind of want to rush because you got to get to that next attraction, that next experience. This one, you want to go slower because you want to draw out this experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. It was the swan boats that launched from right there in front of the plaza, correct? Oh, yeah. Well, well, I don't know if it's yeah. right in front of the plaza, but down there on that side, yeah. It used to be a little, uh, so you, you can walk down some stairs, and now they have... Of course, they might have moved this now, too, but I'm not sure after they redid the hub. But there were, like, little picnic tables with umbrellas and stuff that you could sit down by the water, sit there, look at the castle, and be away from the foot traffic. And it was your own little ice cream world. That is the location in which I ran into Lou Mangiolo. He was just standing there. Oh, it was great. Right in the swamp boat. He knows what's going on. He knows the deal. Yeah, he's doing that, and he's doing number one and number two. (laughs) Not bathroom-wise, but, you know. He's got our list taken care of. Yeah, well done. Well done, Lou. (laughs) Was that so? Was that your number one? That was one, but I have a very similar one that I can replace it with for okay. the fun. Well, well, of why, don't you, to why talk. don't you zip through that then, and then I'll give you my true number one. Oh right, okay, yeah. So, um, in the same vein, this is a, a late night uh, enjoyment in a different park during uh, the closing, which is uh, what makes you enjoy. So it's kind of like food and a show. And this uh, is going to be in Epcot Center. Yeah. And we're going to be taking in uh, the wonderful spectacle of Illuminations. And there's any number of places you can watch it from. And there's any number of things you could purchase and ingest while you yeah. do it. Yeah. So, hmm. my my submission again probably just because it's something i did once and have fond uh, personal attachment to is the uh, watching it from france um having gotten uh a pastry from the patisserie and this was this was back when it used to be a cram cram jam hallway you would sneak in squeeze the line would go all the way through the whole pavilion and you'd have to squeeze through the hallway um, and then come out, and I remember I just timed it just right one time. I was running through the pavilion. I said, I got to get some. I can't just watch this. I got to eat something while I watch yeah. this. And I was running around panicking. What am I going to do? What am I going to get? And I said, oh, let's go. I went in there. I came running through. I think I got a beignet or some something like that, chocolate cream puffs or whatever. <laughs> Sounds memorable. <laughs> Uh, and then you just, I walked right up to the rail there. There was, for some reason, it wasn't like ram jammed. I just walked right up like three minutes before the show went on, had a little ledge to put my pastry on, leaned up against it, and, uh, you know, half an hour show with a nice French pastry. Uh, again, the food doesn't do it. Like, the, the French pastry's fine, but you can go to Norway, get a sweet pastry, you know, you, you can go to... You can go get a crepe. You can go get an Italian something. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's your personal connection there, but that bakery is great. But it's not head and shoulders above other bakeries. You don't have an Illuminations food or drink that you would like to partake of? Not a go-to. 
I, I love it, but I'll get, I'll get any, you know, I'll get anything, you know, I might get a little this level of that. I, I do love the Norway bakery if, if pressed because there's some great dishes there, but, uh, I, you know, I guess France has the combination of nice. I think, it's, you know, it's, it's a nice pastry place. It's not knock your socks off, but it's nice. I've gone there when when the show wasn't going on it's before, good. and it has the combination of something good to eat and a good viewing location. Yeah. Uh, Norway's kind of got garbage as far as you, you can't just you can't grab a troll horn, walk outside, and and get a sweet viewing spot. You kind of got to walk to China or something like that. But you got a troll horn. <laughs> yes. Um. Troll horns. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Okay. I know I, I didn't think of anything in Illuminations. My number one is in Epcot and is in the Nations. Ah, and Morocco. This is, um, no. This is something that I must say. It, I, I have no choice but to say this, and I stand by it wholeheartedly. It is my favorite restaurant in the world, and it is my favorite eating experience that I can experience and ever do experience uh it is a full service dining oh, okay. it is in germany okay. it is the beer garden it is okay. while the polka band is playing it is that atmosphere it is the food quality it's the music it's the it's the uh, village uh, theming that you're around it's the community of uh, people that you're sitting with at these large tables it's the ziggy zaggy ziggy zaggy oi 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 clinking glasses eating spatzel what do you want you know come on it's it's the best. It's very good. It's very good. I never quite liked it as much as you guys, but uh, it's wonderful. I don't know. I don't know what words I can say to express how much I love eating there and being there. I, I don't think I've ever not eaten there on a trip. I've eaten there multiple times, some trips, but um, I, I always eat there. I, I, I've, I've eaten there by myself. I was on a solo trip. I went there, sat with who, who knows who. I, I, I'm happy as a clam. The place is unbelievable. I guess for the purposes of this podcast, I wasn't even really dwelling on the really intentional dinner and show events because that's like too obvious mm. to me. So I was thinking more of like creative times in which I've maybe the you know the park the Imagineers yeah. don't design it this way. Understood. Whereas the beer garden and the hoop-de-doo and the luau and all that stuff is meant to be an eating experience. You know? Yes, yeah. But that's probably tops, top of the tops. Ah, hoop-de-doo. Yeah, yeah, hoop-de-doo. yeah, yeah. If I'm going to pick an eating experience dinner show, beer garden's got them on the food, but hoop-de-doo's... It's a party. It is a party. It's a party. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I I I would probably rather hoopty do than beer garden. It's close. Uh, I can see you going either way. Uh, my preference is beer garden, but you can't yeah, you, you can't speak ill against hoopty do. That's for sure. Also had I guess we're moving into honorable sure. mentions um, as a pseudo dinner dinner show. I have watching wishes from Ohana, the greatest my greatest restaurant in the world, and and the b- best food quality you can get in Disney World. Um, and while Wishes goes on, they dim the lights in the restaurant. You can see the castle and the fireworks in the distance through the windows, and they pipe in the soundtrack through. Of course, Wishes is no more, but whatever the show is, they do now. And they pipe it in so you get the music and everything. You're chewing on your grilled shrimp and steak tips and eating your banana bread pudding and all that stuff. It's good. 
it's good. Don't forget the the uh, old lady hula dancer who teaches you how to dance with pearly shells. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Having you need her uh, coconut races around the restaurant, uh, oh, stuff yeah. like that. Have yeah. you ever have uh, you ever done an actual coconut race? I was never a racer. As a racer, unfortunately, yeah. I was never a racer. You you did I think it. I right? did it once. I did do it once. Yeah, it was my uh, honeymoon. Actually, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember watching you do it. I think you were beating them all, and I said he can't beat the kids. At the end, and you did some goofy, you know, you whiffed or you missed, or you hit it backwards or something stupid like that. <laughs> that sounds like something like. I don't know how you got yourself in that position. Uh, I I don't have much other ones. Well, oh, I've got one bomber of of one that I that I thought you would say. Do you have another uh, post call? I got a lot on here still. Um, let's Rattle see. And I have I have a lot of like just funny things we've done that maybe you're not supposed to do. Um, like take turkey leg on the train. Sure. I know you're not supposed to do that because I tried to do it again afterwards, and they said you can't do that. Somehow we snuck it on though one time. I don't know if we asked or just smuggled it. I don't think we thought we were doing yeah, anything we, wrong. We, yeah, we just did. And it. We didn't know. Were you part of that? I was involved. Yeah, yeah. You were part of turkey leg train? It was all. It was great. Yeah, sure. If that was like an if that was an intended thing, that would probably be if they sold turkey legs while you boarded the train. That's a good idea. It's yeah. like a show. Yeah. It's like a it's like a meal in the show. They should sell them right there, before go around uh, the whole thing. They, you get the narration. You get the breeze in your face. They should hand out turkey legs at Big Thunder as you're going as you're going on that one. Oh, Big Thunder turkey leg. Splash Mountain. If I could have a turkey leg on anything, I'd maybe want to have a that Splash Mountain. That would be good. Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had turkey leg on train. Here's something. If I were to say the words fanny pack to you. Would that conjure anything up in your uh, mind? Yeah, um, um, Randy Jackson's America's Best Dance Crew is what it conjures up. Regarding eating in Disney World, would it would it uh, remind you of anything? No, my own, my only guess is a shot in the dark is that somebody smuggled in some peanuts or something in a fanny pack. And <laughs> guys ate them. I I don't I don't know. Peanuts in the fanny pack. That's yes, true. When <laughs> I was. <laughs> that is it yes when i was we were like six or seven you know back in the fanny pack era we all had our fanny pack <laughs> and i was six or seven and and what the heck do i have to carry around no wallet no phone no, you know the phones didn't exist so i got this fanny pack i gotta put something in it i'm gonna put peanuts in it and i'll be able to eat peanuts anywhere in disney world that's a, that's and a great as idea. a six-year-old as a 32-year-old, it's it's still very exciting. But as a six-year-old, it's like, because you don't control anything when you're six, you know? And it was like just a tiny, tiny bit of freedom where I could make the choice. And these were my peanuts, and I could eat them when I wanted, where I wanted. <laughs> and I had them in there, and pretty much every ride, I would poke in the fanny pack and eat one or two peanuts. I remember eating them on Spaceship Earth, eating them on Splash Mountain, eating them on Pirates. And it was like a little bit exciting because it was sort of rebellious in a ridiculous little kid way because you're not supposed to eat on yeah. rides but like whatever it's a couple of peanuts out of your face. i i understand that 100 percent. i think it's it's tremendous uh and my most recent trip just uh, this past october i had i had a uh, peanuts in um in my backpack and mike wallace and i we were eating them on the tta and we were loving it we we're having a grand all time that's great i got, I got video great. oh yeah yeah 
I mean, something better about taking them out of a fanny pack. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. Still that, that is a true mobile bare, mobile snack. Yeah. That is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mark that one down. Next trip, bring the fanny pack. Load that baby up with some cashews, whatever. Yeah. You know? T. Okay. Here's one I wanted to put on my list because I imagine it's wonderful, but I've never have and likely never will do it. But I know it's done frequently. Um. So my dream resort stay is and always has been since it was made the animal kingdom lodge savannah view balcony room i'm never gonna do that because it costs a lot of money never gonna do it but man i can imagine waking up and walking out on that balcony sipping some peanuts and sushi on the balcony (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'll let you go ahead Uh, I'm all about, I love coffee, but not because coffee tastes good. I love coffee because of the feeling you get when you drink it. And it's all about being somewhere that uh, accentuates the coffee experience Yes, in a relaxing way. Yeah, like a cigar. You don't want to smoke a cigar, but it's going to enhance an experience once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Celebrating or, you know, whatever. And sitting on a balcony in the animal kingdom lodge complete privacy so you know nobody's going to be walking around or intruding or invading and uh looking out at the savannah sunrise giraffes walking around got a whole day of disney fun ahead of you i would imagine it would be one of the best experiences that you could have but i'll never know it would be great sadly. you because you because you, you own that balcony you know it's all it's, it's not like you're in a coffee shop or a right. restaurant where people are around you you got it. It's you. You pour your coffee and you just do it on your own on your own terms. That would be great. Next to the elephants and stuff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So I've had to relegate myself to in, in taking coffee in other locations, which was also an honorable mention because too cheap for that. But I drink coffee. Got to drink it somewhere that's enjoyable and relaxing. Yeah. The location that came to mind that was most enjoyable for coffee was. Um, actually near the electric umbrella Mm. watching the fountain of nations so not necessarily in the electric umbrella seating but any there's seating all around there there's a new starbucks now yeah which is good coffee you know they got good coffee so you get yourself a starbucks coffee you sit down there uh it's nice and wide uh, so you don't feel cramped you don't feel rushed uh the fountain of nations show is wonderful sure yes Usually you just walk by it and you look at it in passing, and there might be a song playing, there might not be. But to actually sit down and watch a couple of songs and the fountains go mm-hmm. off, and to have a little coffee to sip while you're doing that and ponder the the joy of well, the future of technology. So that's yeah. It it really helps. On a related note, it really helps to actively and and intently watch that fountain show because you're right. You walk by, oh, that's cool. Let that fountain go. But you know what? When you sit down and you use your brain, you think about what's happening in front of you. You really can enjoy that show. Uh, it's it's awesome. It's just oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no it, question about it. What is the best part of the fountain oh, show? Oh, this the popping sound. Pop sound. Did we talk about that? <laughs> uh, I think so. When 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 the when the stream goes up, but then they somehow kind of stop the stream, <laughs> so it continues to go up, but there's nothing but air underneath the water. In order to do that, there's some kind of pop sound that happens that kind of cuts off the water or whatever. 
And uh, it's obviously great, you know. So go listen for that popping sound when you watch that. <laughs> when you watch that good, show. Yeah. And then you got multiple ones, and they're not yep. Yep, completely yeah. in sync. So you know, that the mood is going, and you got three or four of them going at once. It's great. That's about all I had. Here. I have one yeah. more granddaddy that I really thought you were going to talk about. The problem with this one is the food far outshines the location and the the setup. The food, best dish you can eat in Disney. Best it, I, ah, uh, uh, soup? No, it's maybe I got, I don't know. I when I went to buy this piece of food. I was scared that I got overexcited about it because I heard so many things about it. I read things about it, and I'm like, there's no way this dish can live up to how great everyone says it is, the things that I've heard about Oh, was this something I I told you to do? You told me about this. You told me about this. And for that reason, I I, I went for it. I said, there's no reason it's going to be quite that good. This dish blew me away. I didn't even think about it. This dish blew me away. I could not take how... This this dish was torture to eat because every bite I took was like... Ah, there goes more of this food. It's gone. Like <laughs> it was just so valuable. This dish—it's it, one of the best things that I've, I've ever eaten. Just the way the way that it was prepared. I don't know what it was. Some kind of magic. Maybe it's that wow. hollandaise sauce. Wow. I don't know what was wow. happening. Wow. In Samoa, you go to the Polynesian S- resort. Oh my goodness. Samo- Samoan. Samoan. Is it a Samoan? I'm sorry. I'm getting the, I'm the getting, Samoan. I'm yes. Excited yep. here. Yeah. Um. Captain Cook's, right? Oh, no, Kona Cafe, right? Kona Cafe, I believe, is the only place you can get Kona it. Kona Cafe. It's yeah. it's uh, it's uh, it's technically a breakfast item. You know, people think, oh, yeah, we're going we're going, to go to the Kona Cafe for breakfast. going to get Tonga Toast. Nope. No, you, you are know, not. I didn't like I didn't like Tonga Toast too much uh, in general. You know what else I don't like? Churros, popcorn, Dole Whips. It's all overrated. <laughs> I'm sorry. Those things are not so good. Bam. Even wow. turkey legs. I'm over turkey legs too. These these classic these classic things that everyone talks about out there. Oh, you gotta get tonga toast. Gotta get that churro, that Main Street popcorn. Dole whip's the greatest thing ever. That stuff kind of sucks. You gotta dig down deep and figure out what what really does the trick. This Samoan does the trick. Anyway, I don't even know what's in it. There's pulled pork. It's egg, English muffin, some sauce on there. I I don't know. It's unbelievable. It, yeah. Google, Google image it. You'll see. Did you, uh, when you went, did you get it to go or did you sit down in the restaurant? I got it to go because I wasn't crazy about the restaurant. Also, uh, my, my, my partner got Tonga Toast from Captain Cook's because it's cheaper at Captain Cook's. And we both got it to go. We sat outside at a table by a water fountain, which was far better than in the restaurant. I'm sorry, by a waterfall. I only had a waterfall, uh, not a water fountain. That, that was the only time you had the Samoan, wasn't it? Ever. But I, I will have it next time I go to Disney. I also only had it once, and I was equally floored by the quality of food. Here was my concern: because it was to go, it came in like almost like a Chinese fold-up mm-hmm. cardboard container, and uh, the integrity of the food was compromised a little bit in the handling and the movement. Yeah, I was careful with it, and it. I think before it even got into my hands, there was a little bit of uh, a lack of care there. I remember there was a big hullabaloo. Because it was this was like top of my to do list, and I had set aside this day to go and do it, and I went in to do it, and I couldn't get in to sit down, and I was going on with the host stand. I was like, oh man, you know, I've just I really I this is the only thing I wanted to do here. I heard so much about it. 
I took a monorail all the way to this resort just for this thing. They were going on, going on. They said, well, we can put it. To, they were like super, super busy, and they didn't want to deal with me. I could tell. And they said, well, we can do it to go order, which I know they didn't want to do. So I said, all right, I mean, yeah, I just want to eat a Samoan. So they, which is better to do it to go. You don't got to sit down. You don't got to tip them, whatever. Yeah. Just take it and eat it wherever you want and enjoy yourself. But it did make me wonder, how much better is this when they, like, put care into it, plate it up nice, present it well? Yeah. And a dish of that caliber deserves to be enjoyed that way at least once, I think. You're right about that. That's going to happen. Got to do it. Yeah, it was only it was only one time. I sat right outside there. I, I couldn't walk. I couldn't stand walking anywhere, so I just sat down at the closest chair possible. There's a couple of stools facing the glass walls towards the monorail track. And I was the only one there because it was like super early in the morning. Everyone's going to the rushing to the parks, and I just watched the monorails go by. I ate my Samoan, and every time I'm there, or I went there with you, and I pointed out the stool that I ate it at. I believe last time and I was there without you, I sent you a picture of the stool. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? I did. Yeah. Yes, I have very fond memories of that stool, and will always uh, always look for it. Anytime I'm there, it's like uh, kind of like the weenie of the Polynesian for me. Go see the stool. The, the stool. Yeah. I ate the Samoan on, yeah. I didn't even think about it, probably because it's that's all about food yeah. and not experience. Yeah, I, ha- I had to mention it, um, but it, it's very good. We're going to bring this to a close. Food and Disney, I'll tell you, that's, that's, you want to eat it when you're there. You, you eat that food. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. If this, if this, well, if this podcast is not out of date right now, listen to this. Listen to what we got for you. Uh, a chance for you to win a, 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 a big Q fun box mailed to you, delivered to your door by a U.S. postal worker. What's in a fun box? Oh, man, I'm not telling. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fun. There's going to be a Disney pin in there. At, at, at least one pin. Uh, there's gonna be Disney pins. There's gonna be a. There's gonna be r- random uh, Disney World memorabilia that may or may not have value. This be a fun box. Why? You want one? How do you get a fun box? Oh man. Hey, just just meet us up there on them Facebooks. We want episode ideas. We're gonna sift through the millions of episode ideas that people post out there for us on Facebook, or, or, or you may email it to us. We don't care. Give us some ideas. We're going to pick at least one. We're going to do an episode on that idea. And if we use your idea, Fun Box, coming right to you. Fun Box. WDW, Big Q, Fun Box, patent pending, uh, uh, copyright, uh, just Fun Box. So give us some episode ideas. Hey, we just need some episode ideas. Comment Facebook, comment Facebook, uh, or get us WDWBigQ at gmail.com. We're here. We're here and we're ready. Oh, man. It's a fun box.